member. And if you guys want to just take a second to introduce yourselves, that'd be awesome. You know Darren. I know Darren. <laughs> <laughs> I think we, we met a couple days ago. Mm -hmm. I'm Mark, president of the EDA. Hi, I'm Chris Winston. Hi. I'm Tony. Nice to meet you. Or you met these two yes. gentlemen here? Yep. Great. Dog. <laughs> I haven't met the other gentleman, though. Yeah. I'm Don Megashev. Work with Mike out of the office. Yeah. Okay. Welcome. Uh, it is 5.30. Let's uh, start the meeting. Uh, call to order the City of Centerville Economic Development Authority. Today is Tuesday, February 20th. Uh, roll call Commissioner Swenson. Here. Commissioner Smith. Here. Commissioner Moser. Here. Commissioner Taylor is absent today, and Commissioner Remlard is uh, here. Uh, and then Avery is also here, present. Um, first thing on the agenda is the approval of uh, the agenda. We have one change to the agenda, and that's okay. just to add check number 10350 uh, in the amount of 3444, and it's for um, FICA for the payroll for the first uh, month of the year. Okay. I'll make a motion to approve the agenda with the cha noted change. We'll second it. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Opposed? Agenda is approved. Uh, approval of last month's me um, meeting minutes for January 29th. Yeah, I'll make a motion to approve those minutes from last month. I'll second. Okay, all in favor of the approval of last month's minutes? Aye. Aye. Nine, or, I'm sorry, any um, further discussion? Opposed? Approval of the minutes are uh, passed. Bills and communications? Thank you, Mr. President. So I've, I've got the bills and communications, or the bills, rather, on the uh, screen, with the exception of the one check that was added. Uh, and already described. Uh, so um, there's just a handful of checks, and we have to answer any questions if you have any. Anyone have any questions in regards to the checks? If not, we can just get approval on the. Yeah, I'll make a motion to approve the checks. A second. Anyone? Uh, any further discussions on the checks? All in favor? Aye. Aye. Opposed? Checks are approved. Communications. Thank you, Mr. President. So, um, staff met with a developer. It was uh, actually Apollo um, Development. That's the developer that had a. Um, he was working with Matt Rapine on the site north of Norbella, and they had a hotel study commission. And in that hotel study, um, then it showed that uh, it was a little bit risky for some investors. Not all investors, but some most, um, but that does not mean that it couldn't happen with the right investor. Um, the representative from Apollo reached back out to us and said, hey, you know, I, I might have a different partner. Uh, could we come in and talk with you? And, and so they did, and um, they met with Mark and I, and we talked about a potential hotel uh, with 90 to 100 rooms. Um, we shared the hotel study with them, the market study. They're going to look at that. Um, we also shared information such as the um, Excel Energy expansion that is actually under, it's happening. Uh, Chris and I both attended the Hugo Business Association update with their mayor last week, I believe it was. Mm -hmm. and, um, and so just some interesting things that are happening there. 
and we're waiting to hear back from um, from the group that was uh, looking at the study. So um, it is supposed to be, if it's feasible, it would be a premier brand, which is exciting. And uh, that's kind of what we know right now. Is that associated with Apollo? Yes. It is or it isn't? No, Apollo was the developer, yes. The developer that we met with. And it would be another partner with So when they came when they came back initially, um, the occupancy rates on the hotel study were like in 60s, maybe mid 60s, um, and so it's a little riskier. And then when we met with this um, partner that came in, they they were not um, run off by that at all. In fact, they confirmed that occupancy rates in like 65s uh, or so was actually pretty good. So we'll see. I reached out again today and heard that, you know, in a few days we'll get an update as to whether or not they think it's actually viable. Is this hotel got like banquet facilities and things or what's the conference conference maybe uh, no, I don't think it would have a conference. Just room. that is it. No. No, it would be it would be like a um, I can't give you know, give you the, like the brand or anything because it wouldn't necessarily be a specific brand, but you know, like when you go and you stay and they have a kitchenette and places uh, where you can you know, work, sleep, and cook. Um, it, it's a nicer uh, premier place like that. Nice. Any other questions? Okay, on to the presentation. Yeah, Mr. President. So we have our realtors here tonight um, to talk with us about a potential incubator space. Um, we discussed, Mark and I and um, Mike discussed uh, you know, what would it look like if we had an incubator space on 1737 Main Street? And so um, Mike went ahead and ran a financial analysis for us. And it's a, just a quick, you know, summary, but he has some information he wants to share with us. And he is also the guy's brain you want to pick in terms of incubator spaces. So, Mike, if you would like to come up and talk with the group, that'd be great. Thank you. <coughs> Uh, thank you, Mr. President and EDA. So this is your site on Main Street. What? Uh, just tell me which one you want me to pull up. Got your... Why don't you do the plan? Yeah, there's a long the one. The C one? Is it the plan C? Yes, yeah, C. Might be at the bottom. Yeah, yeah. C1C. Yep, there yeah, you go. This is it. Okay. <clears throat> so the thought was to do basically a plan similar to this, long skinny, which is good for incubator space. And you can do a couple different concepts for basically just small businesses. You start at one end and the other end and work toward the middle. And you can do virtually any size in there. So you can do 800 square feet, 1,000, all the way up to whatever the size of the building is. Um, but the, and the problem that people are having is it costs a lot to build these buildings. So now you can do the financial. Mm -hmm. So basically that would cost 
costs roughly two million. And in order to have numbers that work, um, so this is putting 20% down, 7.5% interest rate, 25 years. Scroll down a little bit. So your bottom line is you make about one per one and a half percent on return on your money, and you scroll back up to the top. Yep. To get that, you have to get thirty dollars net, which would be about forty dollars a foot gross. To give you a comparative, the retail center down the street is they're probably at 15 to 18 gross. We'd be at 40. So 1840, it's a new building. Tough to make the numbers work. So as we were talking today, I actually started thinking about something else. So um, and then we have something else to talk about, but we'll do that after this. building in White Bear Lake. I actually moved there when I left Wells Company, started Titus. Uh, ended up buying the building. So here's the difference between my good printer and my not so good printer. Um, so that's a small, it's like a 4,500 4, square foot building. And I put a tenant in half of it and they do basically women's health. And then I was leaving well, so I said, hey, I'll move in the other half. We'll create executive suites, and that's what you see on the plan. We just rent out individual offices. I moved in. I was able to fill it in about two months. And then the tenant I put in said, hey, we want the rest of the building because they were in two-thirds, we were in one-third. So then my partner on the building said, oh, okay, I'll move out of the building across the street. And we'll kind of do the same thing there so that she can take the rest of the building. And so a little bit smaller building, but again, we, it's basically an incubator building, 3,500 square feet. The numbers work on that building now. He, he owned the building, totally gutted it, and remodeled it. In fact, if you have those pictures. Yep. We turned it into what we call cool space. It's actually my office. That's a nice office. Um, so we've got open ceilings, the round ductwork. Duct uh, jump to another one. And then do the uh, decorative sprinklers, um, hardwood floor, or BCT tile to look like floor. This is actually the first building, but then back to the building I'm in now. That's just an open kitchen that everybody shares. We made it very efficient because in a building like this, you have what's called rentable usable because you've got to rent the whole building. So if someone rents 500 square feet, they're paying rent on 600 square feet because they have to pay their share of the hallways and the bathroom. And that way you get rent for the whole building. 
Um, and we did glass doors. Every office has a window. Took me, um, took me like four months to fill this. And, oh, plus, this is uh, a physical therapy guy. And he took one of the big spaces in there, and in the summer, he just lifts up the garage door and has fresh air coming in. Um, that's all in that building. And there's another physical therapy in there that we don't have a picture of. And again, cool space, open ceilings, black painted. And so something like that, I think the city could do, especially if there was a building for sale where you go in and you, you trick it out, make it really cool, and they're pretty easy to rent. And so I ran some of the numbers if we, and so the other thought is we go back to our land, what if we just built a 3,500 square foot building? And you could even do a two-story and do apartments up. Um, but if we just did a single level, we're in the price range of like a million three. Yeah, be about a million three. 3,500 square feet. 3,500 square feet. Um, and so I was just playing with this and I thought, well, what if, because the county has some money and I don't know if we could use it for this. But the county money of, I think like 450, you're sitting at the county for development. If you put it toward that, then you're at like 892. And I put the rents at $20, and and the other thing is I don't know if you can eliminate taxes on it for a period of time, for the entry level or to you know get it going. That's very close to numbers actually working. And have to design it and hard bid it and everything. But my quick numbers say that that could be something you could do. It's a lot less risk, it's smaller. It would be more expensive with the apartment upstairs, but the apartment will lease, that's not a problem. And Doing it like this size, you can get a physical therapy guy in there and take in a, a little bit bigger space and a bunch of single offices. Pretty low risk. And you've got less density here than, I, so I did it twice in White Bear, right across the street from each other. Filling them up is no problem. We turn people away. A um, little tougher here because we have less density, but could possibly work. Still risk. Um, but I don't know. So I was just, I thought of that at, right after our conversation at 2.30 and I started playing with it and printed this, uh, this info out. Something like that is, there's a possibility if you can get creative, if you can get the county money, if you can eliminate taxes for like 10 years, I think the numbers could work. I don't know if you can eliminate taxes for 10 years and what will happen year 11, <laughs> the taxes come back out. But, um, I don't know. So that was one interesting thing. And, and I do know, I've been talking to the gentleman 
down the street. Chad. Chad Johnson. And he did, so he basically built an incubator space building. And he called me to do brokerage, but he's so tight, he's like, well, I can't afford brokerage fees. And just so everybody knows, it's Max Storage. That's where he, Chad is the owner, one of the owners. Okay. So. Yes. And Thank you. And, yes, what, and how long has Max Storage been around? Uh, they actually just opened um, Within the last month. Yeah, month. month ago. Yeah. And he's running into a lot, apparently running into a lot of headway because all that approved, that's approved with the building is if you're going to store a car. But really what you want in Centerville is small businesses. Mm -hmm. They go in there, they incubate, a percentage of them grow, and they move to a bigger space. But he's having real trouble because uh, apparently anyone who's going to be a business has to get a conditional use permit. With the, these little businesses, so they got to write out a check to do the CUP. They don't know if they're going to get the deal. They got to come up here two or three times and talk to, you know, 80% of the population scared to death of doing that. <laughs> so they're just like, we're out of here. Um, that might be something to look into is give them a bigger approved use list. Right now, it's, I think it's only if you're going to store a car. No, there's so the I talked to Mark about that after, okay. and he said that um, it's not so much based on the zoning ordinance, but the building permits. So there were three that were on the there was a bulk water delivery system that went through and was approved at the planning commission level cool. uh, last month. Um, actually, this month there was also a um, an auto detailing that one went through as well. Great. A UTV outfitter that one went through as well too. Oh really? Yeah. The cabinet maker um, didn't is required to get a CUP, yeah. so that one is required to get a CUP due to the the dusting. Yeah, and they have to because yeah. that's a more unique. Yeah. As I told you, sawdust is as flammable as. Um, yeah, but we do need to make the process a little bit easier, and so we are trying to look at, um, you know, what those. Um, uses are that don't need a CUP and then we can get you the list um, so that you know maybe we could help um, yeah that would be a big yeah, help yeah and I've had he couldn't afford to hire me it's not that expensive but anyways it's tight and he they took a risk and built this building God bless them and it's a great building 1800 square foot bays um, that's just it's it's really good but and he's not, like, when people call me, I know how to qualify them. If, if they're doing woodwork, can you afford the dust collector? And, oh, I don't want to do a dust, okay. Um, but for a lot of these guys, a little machine shop, um, there's just a ton of little businesses out there. They should be able to just do the lease and do it. Um, so anything you can do to help him, I think, would be really good. So um, Mike and I were talking about what it might, could maybe look like, not necessarily for one particular business, but um, as we look at programs for the year um, and look at the budget, maybe paying a percentage of brokerage fees for businesses that um, can 
actually bring in other businesses, such as an incubator space, and if there was any interest in the um, in doing that. Certainly, that would be a discussion much longer than tonight, but um, that was just, we were brainstorming some yeah, the, ideas. The thought there was is give them enough money to say, okay, we'll cover brokerage fees on two bays. So now you can go for it, have Mike come, and then I put it on Mincar and everywhere else, and we'd help them fill it up. Um, I can't do it for free, but no, I've helped him quite a bit so far. He sure. calls me all the time, and um, he should just bite the bullet and do it. But that might be a, a thing where you say, okay, we'll, we'll pay Mike to fill two of your bays. And if he's already got three or four deals done, that's pretty good. And then I can help him along. But so you do already have an incubator, and he's took the risk, and he's built the building, and he's he's paying bills. And he doesn't have income coming, so it's, he's in a really tough spot. What do they get for an eighteen hundred square foot? It's probably it's probably about. Ten to twelve, probably twelve dollars gross. Uh, I don't know because I don't have all the info, but just knowing what they need to get, so twelve dollars gross on eighteen hundred would be twelve times eighteen hundred, and that would be your annual, and divide that by twelve months. And I didn't bring my calculator, so I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, is it like five hundred a month, seven hundred? No, it'd be higher than that. Let me. Because when he came initially and talked to us, it was about storing like food trucks, people with RVs, bigger toys than, you know, what's in the driveway. So some of the businesses, like the auto detailer, is going to actually work out of their bay, whereas others use it for storage. And so that's why some of these are having to come through with a CUP and others are not, um, because not everybody can go into that kind of a space. Um, the detailers. So it's about eighteen hundred a month. The detailers are going to end up parking nowhere. I I don't have all the bad details mm -hmm. on that. Yeah. So the ones that have been approved, is he, are they being through with them then? Is he, are those? I, I hope so. The they did this at the last PNZ meeting, which was like you know a week and a half or so ago, um, and so you know we'll follow up um, in the next week or so and. I hope that, that they're able to make these deals and go through. The, the one will have to come back, um, and I did speak with them, the cabinet maker. Uh, he is not going to be coming forward this month, and so there has to be a public hearing on it whenever you have a, a CUP. So they're not coming this month because they're not ready for it, so it, that one will be another month. So essentially we're trying to help them you know, fill these bays, but um, just depending on... The benefit of having Mike is that Mike knows, you know, he gets calls all the all the time, and he can say, "Oh, hey, check out this space, you know, over here," and um, and as opposed to two guys that just started the business that don't have the same, you know, amount of years of experience in yeah, it's, it, what he does. There's a lot to know yeah. on leasing, and and right. they don't know it, and they're slowly figuring it out. But yeah, it's it's not as easy as it seems. Because you need to know about businesses after 35 years, you you know the cabinet guy's yeah. got to have this and this guy's got to have that and all all the unique things with the businesses. It would be helpful there if they had a good list of 
approved list that they don't have to be the CUP. So 90% of the deals I do, there's no CUP. We just negotiate a deal, sign a lease, get them moved in. Yeah, they definitely didn't ask for a list either when they were. No, so the list. Probably didn't know. So, yeah, I mean, I just learned this today. So the list would actually be, um, I would just go talk to Dan, our building official, and, and ask him, hey, what are the kinds of businesses that can go into this space? And then I would call Mike and say, hey, do you have any leads on, you know, this type of business or this type of business? And then maybe give the information to the owners and they could certainly do some of the legwork. And just so, like, from the EDA's perspective, you know, I think it would be, if, if you decided to go with a program, I think it would be a program that would work for, you know, others as well. It wouldn't be specific to one business because, you know, certainly you'd want to, it would be an incentive to um, bring businesses here. Mm -hmm. So yeah. We uh, got kind of incubators back behind by that trail by 20th there. Um, are all of those, I know you own one place back there, are they all full back there? You're talking about the office? Yeah. Space. Are they all full? Mine are. Okay. Well, I mean, how many are back there total? Well, so there's, my, so each building has has an office downstairs and an office upstairs. So I, I, but then there's there's a couple that are basically on the whole building. So. Oh. And there's some in the Witzel Electric Building as well. And I think Witzel's Witzel's all leased up. Yes. And I'm, I have no problems with my executive offices, I can fill those up the minute that it's vacant. Yeah. So what he just said was... <laughs> you you like the, what kind of rates are you at? Gross, I'm at, you I'm know? At, I'm at where you're at with the... With, you, I looked at a 550 for 100 square foot. Yeah. I thought I was under, but I'm, I'm right around there. Yeah. Yeah. I got, it's basically the same thing. For the conditional use permits, so we're just making sure I understand, is there something that has a list of excluded businesses or? So I haven't, so the conditional use permit is just where you assign conditions for, um, for a particular use. They come to the Planning and Zoning Commission and then uh, that's what they have to have a public hearing and then the board discusses it and that kind of thing. In terms of an actual list of things, of places that could go into a space like this. I don't know that there's like an actual published list, but our building official would just know because um, there's certain designations, if it's in like an F1 or an S1, that those were the, uh, the two letters that were told, you mentioned to me today, and I, I don't know what those categories stand for. You've got those? So yeah, most of your zonings, there's a list that says um, conditional or permitted. So all the P's can just go in, but I think his and only storing cars is a P. Everything else is a conditional use permit. And when I did Eagles Landing for Schweders and Hugo, and there was 15, 14 units, and the city said, okay, we're gonna zone that for just car storage. I'm like, no, 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 don't do that. And um, so we said, no, we wanna keep the industrial zoning. And they said, oh, okay. So that could have happened to them. Half their tenants couldn't be there right now if, if they had accepted that. And he didn't know. Mm -hmm. So when he got his approval, they said, okay, we're going to approve it for storing vehicles. <clears throat> and that's it. <laughs> 
So if they can fall like under the industrial zoning, um, then they've got the whole list here of permitted uses and, and conditional. Um, but right now, unless you're destroying a car, you've got to go through the CUP. In the interest Just on that, in that specific zone. Just his, yep. Because it's, it's not a zoning, they, it's, he's just approved to build a building to store vehicles. It, I don't, well, what is the zoning there? Or it's industrial. It is industrial. Yeah, I believe it is, yes. Couldn't he just follow the industrial? Well, so that the thing is, is that the building itself, that's what I'm saying about the building code, the building itself will only um, accommodate certain types of businesses in there as well, and there's just such a mix. And so the, what he's looking at is table 156A. It's the land use table in the zoning ordinance. And a lot of them, um, it's, it's just very vague. And so um, you have to really look at, uh, you know, talk to the building official and ask like, hey, would this business work in here? Just like the dusting um, piece. That Why you, would the building official be in charge of that? That's where I'm confused too. Not in, not in charge, but they, so, well, it kind of is because yeah. he has to get his blessing, or he can't, or the town's right. got to get a conditional yeah. use permit. So yeah. he's it's left up to his discretion, essentially. Yes. Yeah. So whenever there, so on all of these that came through, then he, the building official just happens to be on the team that works with um, Teresa. Also looks at it, and so does Mark, our zoning administrator. And, and then Paul, our public works. So that's like the team that looks at all of the buildings uh, that are all the proposals that are going to come through. And then they sort of have like a little site plan conference or if you want a little meeting and discuss like what kind of potential problems, if any, could there be. And then in this particular case, the recommendation on these um, three, the, the bulk water delivery, the auto detailing, and the UTV, they said, oh, well, these look just great. Even in the, the zoning ordinance, we shouldn't, they should be just fine, and they'll, they're on that P table. They'll go through. But then there were a lot of questions about the cabinet maker, and so that was the but one. But they still had to do the conditional use permit. Um, these others? The, the three, um, did you say they, they No, were... I don't think they did. No, a CUP was not required on these three, just on the cabinet maker CUP. The others went through. How do you mean went through? They were approved. So because there's, it's very vague in the zoning ordinance, it went before the um, Planning and Zoning Commission, and staff's recommendation was that they don't need a CUP, that they can just be, it's very vague in the zoning ordinance, are these allowed, are they not allowed? And staff recommended these, are, these uses are completely fine for this. Um, but they had to go through planning and council to find out if they they had to appear before the planning commission because we don't have like perfect language in the code that is it's very vague and so what I talked to Mike about earlier is that we definitely do need to and we are looking at how can we make the language more clear about the uses so that that a very same thing doesn't happen where everybody has to come before the planning and zoning because time is money and they were, um, the only one that has to have the, the CUP is the cabinet maker, but that's a public hearing, which means that's another month at least uh, extension that they have to wait. And because everything wasn't just clear cut, that's why they had to come before. So, and 
Where did the, you had said that the building wasn't built for all uses. Is that coming from the building inspector? Because um, it's an no. industrial building. It's Right. When I talked to... I've never heard that before. Right. When I spoke with Mark today, I was asking him, you know, he said the building is not going to accommodate all of the uses. It's going to be people that are in the F1 and S1 building code, not the zoning code. And I haven't looked at the building code, so what I need to do is talk to, uh, that's why I was saying, I need to talk to our building official and say, like, what kind of businesses fall in these categories? Because I don't know specifically what they are, but he did say it was very different from, you know, our land use table. Yeah, I've never, I've never heard of that before. It's like, here's a zoning, here's, yeah. here's your permitted, here's your conditional uses. If they're not X, then you can't go, but right. to go then put it on the building official, I've, I've never run into that before. Right. Well, I think it's, most buildings are built for a particular, like, type of business, and there's so many different types of businesses, is what I think that the, you it's know. It's industrial building. Okay. should be. Okay, well. It really should be yeah. all industrial. It's sprinkled. Yeah. Unless you need the high-powered sprinklers, sure. which you're, I don't think you're going to get anyone there that needs it. That's if right. you're storing tires or. Mm -hmm ton of paper or something like that. But I think we could put that one back on Mark at this point and, and come up with a list yeah, of I, I, uh, have, acceptable businesses because, yeah. I mean, those two guys that are new in business, I mean, they're, they're, they're yeah. looking for help and they don't have a lot of money. Right. If we can give them, a, you know, 10 or 15 possibilities that can go in there without a CUP, at least they can advertise right. that somehow on Craigslist or... Mm -hmm. yes. However, it may be. I mean, we got to help them out. If yes. we're talking about paying their brokerage fees, well, let's start with the simplest sure. first, right. making them a sure. list. Right. I mean, if they've does, got a list, they'll be able to get. They don't really need yeah. me. I, there's so much need for that size space. They don't really need me. It's still tough because got to do leases and everything. Yeah. But it, doing that will be tremendous. For well, them. they can put an ad out. Exactly. You know, yeah. and they can go to these shows and say, "Hey, I got." You know, the, the traveling circus, if you will, but whatever it is, I mean, <laughs> they can go there and say, look what we got and have pictures and, you know, the surrounding businesses and, yeah, and, I, and easy I think, on, easy off. I think some of it early on, um, when they were going through the entitlement process, then they, uh, <clears throat> it was my understanding that they were not going to have any businesses operating out of the base, that it was just going to be storage. And so I was even surprised. If I was helping them, I would have said, do not say that. That's yeah, well, that's, well, that's they, they did say that. <laughs> they, right. did say, they, they did say that. They said they weren't, because we were talking yeah. about hours of operation, you know, and then if we do get these businesses in there, we do have to control the hours of operation. Right, and so that, that makes some of the Is there residential across the street? Or? Oh, yeah. Oh, there is. Okay. Yeah, yeah well, there is with Amazon, but we kind of threw that out the window. But yeah. then we put our... <laughs> The handcuffs on a quick trip and told them their car wash has to close at 8, but these guys can have delivery starting at 8 p.m. till 10 a.m. So, yeah, so I think we need to definitely get like a list of what could work, and I'll certainly follow up with you and see what we can do. And then I think as a board, um, even just looking at a program that could um, yeah. help would be a, a good thing, maybe. Certainly up to you guys. When we start talking about our programs, yeah. I yeah. think that we, that's the time to talk about that for yeah. sure.
So obviously, the industrial space is a big demand in this area. Yes. What what else do we? What else are you getting phone calls for in this area? Um. So in, industrial is the hottest since for the last twelve years you can't build a building with five thousand square foot bays and make the numbers work. So no five thousand square foot bays have been built. Um. So it. My whole career, someone called me and said, hey, we want to be near White Bear, 5,000 square feet with a dock. There would be four or five in the White Bear Badness Shoreview available, and two of them got a dock, and we go look at those two. Today, right now, there's one 5,000 square foot bay from New Brighton to Woodbury. I just happen to have it. I had two. One's already gone. Um, there, so there's a huge shortage small base. They're very tough to do. The numbers just don't work. You have to charge way higher than what the market is to make the numbers work. Or, which I'm working with a developer to do, to build one and then just put 50% down. The norm for investors is you put 20% uh, down and you make your return on that down payment. Um, but if you put 50% down, now you can cash flow, whereas you couldn't cash flow at 20% down. And you did, you, so you're getting a lower return in essence, but you've got a building that's always going to be full because nobody's building competition. The only way they can compete with you is put 50% down, and most people don't want to do that. So the other thing that is, is slow but steady in filling up is office. So... If someone's going to build across the street from yours, today they would have to get 45 a foot gross. And you're getting like 20, 25 a foot gross. So nobody's building new multi-tenant office buildings because the rent currently that's working, you'd have to double it to build a new building. So no office buildings are being built. And they're slowly filling up. So, like, the two downtowns, that's a total... A friend of mine owns the Oracle Center. It was 50 stories. It was worth $70 million. Today it's worth $20 million. And the next tenant that leaves are just walking away and give it back to the bank. But a percentage of the people are leaving the downtowns, going out to the suburbs. Not a big percent, but a little bit helps. And no one's building new product. So in the northeast sector, our office is filling up. And it's getting harder and harder to find space for people. Another year, two years, there's going to be very little office space. So offices. So are you saying that we, as a city, fund this program over there by the school on, on that lot? Like take the loan out and build it ourselves? Yeah, you could. Or find a partner and do it with them, something like that. And because you've got to, um, well, they, you you have to do something with taxes and or TIF or something like that to make the numbers work. So, because well, the land is free, I mean, right? It's, the building is so expensive to build. Yeah, it's just, and the, the rent. What I've seen is. There, what I've, what's kept my building full is the actual stay-at-home people that have been with COVID, these people working from home, mm -hmm. 
and then they're tired of working from home and they're okay paying the five hundred dollars a month rent. Yep. But they don't want to pay. They're not willing to pay seven fifty a rent month rent. Okay. Right. Right. So there's a sweet spot at that five fifty a month that they're willing to pay. But if it gets above that, they're kind of like I'll just work from home kind of situation. I don't know. Uh, that's what I'm seeing here anyway. Um, anyway. What's the square footage of this building? Is that on here somewhere and I missed it? No, it should be on there, but it's not. Bad marketing. Um, I think it's 4,500 total. And so that's more like the, well, that'd be like one and a half-ish between the 5,500 and the 3,500? Right. Like to build, roughly? I mean, yeah. rough rough numbers. So I, I was thinking if you built like a 3,500, keep it small, keep the risk down, uh, it could possibly work. And there's room to probably do like three of those on that site. So you just do one, now you might inspire someone else to come and do it, or they're going to use the lower half, because there's more 3,500 3, square foot users than there are four or five or whatever. And you can't do a multi-tenant make the numbers work. But if, if you can do one and make it work, you might have copycats come and do two more on that site. You're saying there's room for three 3,500 square foot buildings, we'd roughly? Have, we'd have to have someone draw it, but I think so. Thank you. And that's not that school? What part? school? The 1737 site, yeah. Three lots of, or three buildings of 3,500 square feet? They'd have to bus in. They couldn't park there. <laughs> They'd be stacked. I was going to say, that's kind of are you embarrassing me? I was my mind here, my... <laughs> Nice. Well, I was picturing the building we had, and then the smaller one. Okay, maybe two. So I think at one time we There's, had. They could park in a school parking lot. Yeah, there you go. Well, it depends on the style of the building and all sorts of different things, right? But that's not a very big lot, right? It's not. I mean, if it's two level. But what's the lot size? Is like an acre? It's less than an acre, right? Right. It's like point seven, ish. First thing. If, Kind of picturing like an office condo building. I guess we'd have to lay it out. But our, we were as big as six thousand with one drawing, and then we we're short of parking and pond space. So you're right; we can't get three of those on there. Thanks for correcting. But I think <laughs> if we went up, I mean, is that what it costs the money, or is it to stay low and? Well, it, if you go up, your um, per square foot goes down, so it does help. Okay. But. Your total cost still goes up, so. It's interesting because, I mean, I, I'm in this incubator thing all the way. I, I mean, we just got to get someone to start it, you know. But And then that one over there, if it's self-funded, free land, and if we're taking out a small, you know, if we can get a grant... I mean, we could talk about all this later, but we can't. I mean, a lot of the incubator spaces that I've looked at, though, that they, it's not done with new buildings. It's no, the they're, they're they're done. No one's building to do it. Good point. I mean, we've had this thing advertised for how long for right. free, and nothing's that's, jumped. That's the thing is that we have this. Yeah, piece we've of had land. three people take a run at it, but all of them gave up. The last one is the most hopeful because they were a user, they already had the business, that's your most likely candidate, but they still, 
it's expensive to build and and they spent probably 20 grand and then walked away and decided to renew their lease or they actually went and worked what's the name of the place they went to uh, it's just a bunch of hair salon like a condo for a bunch of Thirty hair salons over off ninety six. So you just paid a chair fee, and you're your own boss, mm -hmm. and that's what they went to. They decide this is way too complicated, and they abandoned ship. That's what some of the stylists did at Lemon Water when Lemon Water closed. Same, same thing. They have a space over, I think, by. Uh, by Beam Avenue, I think that has a bunch of different. That's a national franchise doing that one, yes. Is it Salon something? Oh, it's all Salon in there? Yep. I didn't know what was all in there. Thanks, Mike. Do you have any other questions, anybody? Do you know of any of those incubator spots that are rolling? I mean, besides the Schmidt Brewery one? <laughs> yeah. Um, not really, or not off the top of my head. Okay. Okay, and then one more question: like we can have a, if we can have a freebie, can you give us an example of like what would be uh, wanted or needed industrials? Uh, what would be best for that situation on an eighteen hundred square foot? Just so we have a visualize of what kind of businesses sure. that's um, not. Little machine shops. Okay. Because you should be able to get one of those there. Um, but not small gas engine, or do we got to no, go through all no. the hazard stuff? Yeah, anything with the autom automotive that you're working on, that's usually in a different zoning. Okay. Um, automotive zoning, a C1. Because um, right. they've got a, well, he's probably got the flammable, but they'd have to have the air exchange, some other things. Generally, a building like that, you don't want automotive because it starts junking it up. But just small businesses where they're doing their business inside, and for the most part, if someone's working on the inside and there's house crust, they're not making any noise that gets outside of the building. So I don't know if you really... But, and I don't think anyone's going to call if they're working until midnight because um, they're not making noise. So, But, uh, so what else? I just put in a sewing company. They sew little toys with um, catnip. <laughs> they sell them on the internet and they go through literally tons of catnip. Mm -hmm. And they built up this business. They just moved into 5,000 square feet. Uh, another one, that, but it wouldn't work there, is dance. Um, what about a massage therapist? Oh. See a lot of those right now. Yeah. Um, physical therapists. They're going up all over. Physical therapy has totally changed. Um, so I go to a physical therapist, I have a problem with my neck, the male, I went to the male clinic for a week, all this stuff, lightheadedness, blah, blah, blah. Finally run into this guy, Hunter, and one of his examples, there was a little girl and her, her feet were like this. And she's begging her dad to go get surgery to, to fix it because they hurt. They find Hunter, and in six months there's no pain and her feet are straight. So his whole thing is straightening the body. So he's worked with me, straightened my spine, um, and it's been amazing. But these guys are popping up. I did three of them last year. One in Maplewood, two in White Bear, three in White Bear, 
So I did four of them last year. They're, that's a whole new thing, similar to chiropractors, but it's a little bit different, and they're getting your muscles to work correctly to hold everything in place. The chiropractor can fix it, your body just keeps pulling it back out of place, he gets your body to hold it in place. And so that's another physical therapy could go in there. Um, I'd have to look at my, I can send, I will send her a list, because I can look at my list, everything I've done, and, okay. and uh, shoot you a list. Well, I just want to get everyone kind of a flavor of what, what we're looking for. I know when Lemon Water closed down here and they had uh, three gals that did massages and then they had, you know, hairstylists and stuff, and when that place closed, they all dispersed, but I know some of the gals went and basically got like an incubator space and just kind of did their own set up their own little area. Mm -hmm. yeah. They didn't need they didn't need a big space. But Well you put the band back together over there? <laughs> <laughs> Another one would be contractors. Oh yeah. So your electricians, plumbers, general contractors, they get to a point where the wife says, Yeah, okay, this garage I want to park my car inside <laughs> again. They take a space like that, put all their equipment in there, they go there in the morning, load up, take off. Well, that's what we were under the impression with, what they were going to have, you know. Right. It, was, it wasn't necessarily car storage. They, they gave no, an it example. Was, it was four contractors like yeah. this. Yes, and, they, and yeah. they said car haulers with cars on them yeah. and stuff like that. If you're yeah. in car racing or classic cars, then you got a couple in a big, you know. Yeah, you need uh, a bigger bay, yeah. bigger space, storage space, food trucks. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I wouldn't think they'd put a Honda sedan in there to store, but who knows. No, they put some, well, in Sweeters, out of the 14, four of them have their cars in there. And they have some cars. A thousand uh, horsepower in an old uh, Chevette. Um, Chevelle. They say Chevette's. Yeah, I was, Chevette's not right. Chevelle. <laughs> um, yeah, they have some. Very cool cars in there. Yeah, well, that would make sense. I mean, if someone had a classic car, you got the car there and then you got all the parts, and then, you know, all the nostalgia you got to have to go with it, you know. Exactly, yep. So, well, we appreciate this. I mean, it's good info, and we. Yeah, we, it's we, a good insight. Yeah, as always, you know. Um, I know you do a lot in White Bear because I drive through there a lot, and I see your signs all over the place, so. So it's nice to keep our eye on you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Glad you well, I live in White Bear. But we have stuff in Bloomington and Burnsville and so all over. But we could have one up here. Yes. Sooner <laughs> or later we'll get the right person. It, it is it's just very difficult. Yeah. And but it'll get done. Yeah. Thank you so much. We appreciate your My time, Mike. Yeah. Thanks Thank for you. having me. Thanks, man. Good to meet you. Have a good night. Thank good you. Night. Yeah, you too. Take care. Okay, on to reports. Thanks, Mr. President. Uh, so I've pulled it up, uh, the uh, partner agency report up for you. The first update is for the AC Red organization. Um, the executive committee met on January 30th and they discussed the memorandum of understanding contract extension as well as strategic plan 
uh, that RAP Consulting is currently working on. Um, and a schedule of those activities is attached in the board's review. So I'm just going to pop down to this um, just so you can get an idea of the schedule. Um, and so what, what they're doing is, um, the consultant is, they're looking at, excuse me, they're looking at what the strategic plan for um, the county is economic development division is going to look like for um, their work with the 21 uh, cities in the area. And this is the schedule they have. They have been here um, and they interviewed Mark and I last week for input into the into the plan. So we will, um, you'll see some few, a few key dates here and I'll have another update for you soon. But they're just kind of getting started on conducting the um, interviews to populate the grab report. My oh yeah, oh, that's, that's important. Yeah, that's a good one. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me go back up here. The next report is on the quad area chamber. And they're having some really interesting um, lunch and learns and sip, sip and learns and other key events. Uh, and uh, the one that they have on March 12th is going to be uh, making uh, the difference between being a power of attorney or having a legal guardianship. Um, the last one that they had was on uh, leasing for businesses. So uh, I heard that they had a good turnout there. There were about a dozen folks and they got some information and I believe it was filmed, so I can actually send that out to you if you're interested in it. It was a little lengthy, it was a couple of hours, but we did have a good turnout. And then the um, Hugo Business Association, they held their state of the city address um, and they provided an update on the projects that were completed in 2023, as well as what they have um, coming up in 2024. And because there were so many things, I went ahead and just put a few notes in here for your review. Um, just some high level things, facts and figures, population uh, has gone up at least 1,200 people or so um, in the last little bit. Um, households, uh, 6250, they're building about 350 homes a year. Um, let me scroll down just a little bit. They're maintaining their double A plus bond rating. They have low overall debt, so there's some similarities between their organization and ours. They hired their first full-time fire chief. Um, they've got some nice um, projects on the way. Um, they're doing some park planning. They're going to be launching a new website. Um, they're reviewing fiscal policies. Whoops. And let me see, there was one or two other things I wanted to show you. What did they say about that Egg Lake place? Yeah, so that, that was in here too. So the Egg Lake, um, the DNR, um, because of the conflict that they had, that the developer had with the DNR, then the uh, developer pulled out. And then the Hugo uh, EDA said, we would like you to go back and see if you can work with, um, with the DNR. And so they're going back to work with the DNR to see if they can come to some kind of compromise. And um, the issue was what the setback was going to be from the lake. The developer wanted to be closer up to the lake, and the DNR said, you know, we'd like you to not be, like, right on top of the lake. We want you to have a certain setback. And that was uh, something that um, was a problem. And so that now... That big spot north of Domino's? <laughs> yes. 
Yep. Is that a and swamp? I mean, it does. Yeah, it's probably a problem. Is it a lake? Yeah, it is. It is. But and the other thing is, in the interim, then they're looking at, the city is looking at community uses for it, um, whatever those uses are going to be. So it's a big project. Um, I think it will be, you know, a good thing. And so you can see they have a lot of things going on. Mm -hmm. um, and then they have a new facility, which is uh, the Peterson Pavilion, and they have collected over $40,000 in revenues um, last year in just from their few facilities, which I thought was kind of impressive. I mean, it certainly doesn't pay for the for the pavilion, but it's still nice to have. It's uh, nice to just to have a, a revenue coming in for those rentals. So what's um, the is like in a park? It's actually right next to um, City Hall. And it's a community space that you can that you can run out. Like you can run out these chambers. You can uh, we don't have to pay to rent these chambers, but the Hugo cha City Hall. Then you do rent space in that building, and then they have a whole new building there that is in the park area, and you can rent that space as well. Yeah, it's several different yes areas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they have about four or five different facilities that you can rent, and uh, that's what's generating their revenue. Like you throw a grand party there and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, I was kind of kicking that around in my head when Here's Mike that. was talking about the incubator spaces or whatever that could be, but Yeah, so these these are their facilities. The city of Centerville doesn't have any like community center facility like that, right? No. Okay. Making sure I No. <laughs> Every time that somebody comes in and talks to us about the hotel, a, a hotel. We always say, "Oh, could you please, you know, consider, you know, having a, a meeting space?" And so they're aware, um, but we don't really have the space. This is the biggest space we have, and um, I mean, it really wouldn't hold more than fifty people max comfortably, you know, depending on the room setup. Uh, occupancy says it's like seventy-one persons, but. Be probably tight, I would imagine. Okay, anything else for the admin? No, uh, unless there's questions. So. Questions, anybody? Okay, uh, year to date financials. Pulled up the year to date financials, so we'll give you a moment to look at those. Um, the revenues will show up in um, next month. Because every year what happens is that the, um, the city writes a check to the EDA. It's very transparent. So the $40,000 for this year's EDA budget will be reflected in next month's financial report. Other than that, it's pretty straightforward. The expenditures are listed here, and the revenues will show up next month. Any questions on the financials? Good. Motion to approve the financials. I'll make a motion to approve the financials. Second that. All in favor? Aye. Opposed? Financials have been approved. Ongoing programs. Thank you, Mr. President. So for the Blue Logo act, uh, program, we have no new activity to report. For the Center Stage program, the owners of Max Storage um, have worked with Michelle Cook and they actually have created an ad which I included in your packet for your review 
and they also had an interview with North Metro uh, TV, and it's on YouTube at the following link. And then the Business Revolving Loan and Grant Program, we do not have any new activity, um, but I reached out to President Remillard to see if um, he has heard anything back about the potential application regarding the fence at the St. Genevieve Cemetery. And I'm not sure if you've heard from anybody on that yet. Uh, no, it's, it's I, I don't know if it's going any further. The, the, um, there's one of the decision makers is kind of putting the brakes on it. So. Okay, okay. All right, and we weren't sure anyway. So. I, um, yeah, so I don't, he, he was out of town. I don't know if he's back yet, but it may make sense for me to make another call up to him. Okay. And then I'm just going to pull this up so everybody can see what the state, what the um, ad looks like um, for the Max Storage Enterprise facility. So this is what it looks like. That's, that's the spotlight for your center stage program. Mm -hmm. Any questions? Okay. Are they, how, so it seemed like Mike was saying that that, that's the client he was referring to, right? It is. Mm -hmm. Yep, it is. These are the bays. Yep. So there, there's basically a couple of extra bays that they have available for lease, but they're having some difficulty getting tenants in there. Is that right? Correct. Okay. Yeah. They only. How many of those do they have rented? So right now? right now they have three rented. Technically four, but because Chad, one of the owners, is renting one himself, but I'm sure that he would probably give that one up if somebody were to come in. So they, um, most, they have three. So but those tenants aren't in there yet. I don't, I don't see how they could be in there. Just There's 12 available total? No, um, eight. no eight, there's sorry. eight here, and then there's going to be another building, hopefully, built next year with another eight. So there would be a total of 16. Okay. So we'll be working with them through, you know, through the PMZ and getting the code in a way that, is easier and all of those things at, at a different um, level. Thank you. Any other questions on the admin report? If not, let's move on to uh, old business. Actually, Mr. President, we didn't go through the admin report just yet. Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's okay. I just wanted to show the ad, which um, is good. So in the um, admin report, um, there is going to be a cemetery tour of St. Genevieve. Um, they will be on a circuit of tours, cemetery tours, which is exciting. Um, and we are looking for stories of people who are connected to somebody that potentially um, knows somebody or has a relative buried in the cemetery. Um, so we have this on our website as well, and we're just collecting stories. Then we will um, we'll have a display here. That will be our next display. Um, hopefully around June, and they'll, we will be on the circuit for a, um, a county tour, which is exciting. Um, let me just scroll down through here just a little bit. You may have noticed when you came into the building that we have the table that's normally there is not there. We have a new public information section, so if you're watching at home, um, the information is now on the wall and not on the table. I wonder if I can find my, pam, my, my packet. <laughs> so we, um, at the last meeting, then we swore in, we, we 
three swore in Chris and um, Councilmember Ray Taylor uh, to be on the board. And let's see what else we have. So there's been a, we've been renovating our, not renovating, we've been getting newer signage so that we don't have bad signs at our entrances and that kind of thing. Are they updating the population on there or is that accurate? Uh, I don't think that's accurate and I'm going to make that recommendation myself too because I think that's an excellent one. Mm -hmm. um, I reached out to the state um, highway department and asked for the Beyond the Yellow Ribbon signs, the new ones. I'm waiting to hear back on that, but we could certainly ask because they make the signs right there. So I'll, I'll ask on that because I think that's very important as well. Um, so the uh, corridor study that's been going on uh, as a result of the Amazon development, it looks like they're still having their public meetings and um, um, we don't actually have, I don't know if we have that on our website yet, but you can still um, give your feedback if you'd like and we'll certainly keep you updated on here. But if you have a suggestion, then certainly you know let us know. New red door right out here at the fireplace. Uh, not the fireplace, I'm sorry, at the fire station. It's a new door or the door got The door got, it got revented. Yeah, it's it's now, it's it's nicer. It's I was going to say, that'd yeah. be a silly reason to buy a new door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, let's see. There's a lot in this, in this report here. We've been keeping track of our civic engagement. Um, so, let me just scroll up a little so you can see. So we're tracking how many users we have in a particular month on the website, and then we're also highlighting some of the features that we have on the website and certainly collecting feedback from residents and um, on all of our communication platforms. So the reader board, the digital sign out here, um, that 11,000 plus cars a day go through there so that's the number of people we're reaching and then we're doing that with our email blasts and um, our Google profile kind of all platforms is what we're is, is what we're going for so if there are any questions any questions on the admin report on to new old business Main Street enhancements yes Okay, thank you, Mr. President. At the last meeting, um, then we looked at, we discussed various enhancements for the um, for the the light poles. We talked about maybe there'd be um, patriotic banners or you know flower pot arrangements, et cetera, et cetera. I did some research, and it turns out that the flower pots are kind of too heavy for the poles that we have, and so I looked at all sorts of different banners. Um, and I, in this uh, RFA, I noted that we could, there's a variety of uh, different items um, for banners, like you could, you could go with a theme, such as Stronger Together, um, we could use fabric banners, vinyl banners, etc. Um, currently there are 22 banners right now, and I was, uh, I'm going to scroll to the next page so you can actually see some of what they look like. Um, but I wanted to show you what a quote would be. Looks like it's about $2,000.
for some of these banners. Get another quote um, in both places. So on the Main Street uh, designs, this is who we currently get our banners with. Um, and so we know kind of the quality and the, um, the material and everything like that. Uh, we have two sizes um, because they, um, they can only support a certain amount of weight as well. I did get a quote from a, another out-of-state uh, company, and they gave us a quote for one design, but both of the uh, vendors do not charge more for the design. So this is what, on um, both of these quotes, this is what it would be for any design on the, on the um, banners. And then I'll, we'll go ahead and... Um, Talking about those like vertical banners yes. that kind of bracket on the... Yep. Yes. And so this is what we currently have right now. You've, we've got like the hockey walking digital banner, and then you've got like an ice fishing one. If Even if you go up into Hugo, you'll see that like every third one is a different theme. So you'll see a Beyond a Yellow Ribbon, then you'll see a... Um, welcome to Hugo, and then you'll see a great place to live, work. They offer all of these as well. Okay, so you're saying we don't have those yet? No, these are the ones that we do have, the ones that are listed. This is the previous we're, order. We're talking about swapping those out every, every Well, season. so that's what I wanted to talk with you about. So what you could do is, depend. it's depending on how much you want to spend, you could do themed banners where... Maybe at certain times of the year you do a patriotic theme. So for all of the July 4th and Veterans Day and all those, you do a certain one. Or maybe you alternate them a few times a year. Maybe you take these down and put up, put these up more towards Fed Deluxe time and then instead do a Welcome to Centerville, Stronger Together, um, Great Place to Live. I mean, really the options are limitless. It's just a matter of what you want to spend. I wanted to show you this quote so you would get an idea of if we did exactly the same thing, it, we have 22 of those banners um, right now. And then the quote... What is the, I'm sorry, what does the digital banner mean? Um, previous inventory list. Uh, maybe it's the set. I bet that's the setup fee because those are all fabric banners. So they do charge an art fee of, like a digital art fee for the logo or any of the print, the ink. Um, that's what I would imagine. I that thought you were showing us a list of the banners we already possess. Uh, uh, yes, this is the list right here. This is the previous order, but this quote was from three years ago. Oh, okay. So that's the invoice, essentially. Yes, yep. And so I want to go back up to the quote so you can just see... Um, this is what the quote would be now for one set of 18, 18 by 36, whatever the design is. Where are the four 12 by 36? Where those are those, are those more ones by the curves, the more narrow section. Um, smaller ones? Yes, the smaller ones. There's only four of them, and it's because that's the space that they could accommodate. Does anybody think that the banners that we currently have are pretty small? Well, the mm -hmm. poles can't support much more. I talked, I talked to Mark about that uh, when I was looking at a lot of the other um, poles, and he said that's why we went with these, is because... How easy is it to switch them out, though? I mean, it's not just... It, that's not... Uh, I mean, I think that that would be fine. I also talked to Mark about that, too, and asked him, like, you know, hey, could we, if we decide if they want to do this, can is it a problem to have these swapped out a few times a year? And he said no. 
Well, how do they, what's the process of it? Because we don't have one of those. No public works would do it. I get that, but we don't have one of those vans with the arm on it. The bucket truck? They would, they would just coordinate with the um, line of lakes like they do now. And they're not, I mean. Can you make the banners bigger? You said they can only hold. Yeah, they, they would probably need to be this size because of the poles. Um, not being able to support a lot more weight. You're talking about the banners on the street lights, right? They can't, yes. But they can't. A bigger banner can't weigh more than. Well, it depends on how big. It depends on how big. Depends on how big it is. Well, if, if, you go to, if you go, if you go to Hugo, that Hugo's has the banners and they're bigger than ours. They're they're, are they are. They are bigger. Now right. this and this is the quote for the banners that we do currently have. Um, if we wanted to go with something bigger. It could maybe be a little bit bigger, but it wouldn't be able to be like a 30 by 60 or anything crazy. I guess, what are, what are, you, what are, your, Tony, what are your thoughts on, on um, I, John, at doing banners, just, just swapping them out? Let me pull up the Main Street Designs website just so you can see some of the... We, we, did, we got the banners. That was one of the first things I did when we were in the EDA. And I just think... What did you say? This is one of the first things we did. When I was in the EDA, so I mean, okay. banners are somewhat new. I mean, they're not within the last couple of years. Three, yeah, three years. Yeah. How did that was going to be one of my questions? How do they look after three years? They're fine, and they're fine. I, I just I think that if we're looking at doing something, I think we should think it be a little bit more creative than just swapping out the banners. Is my is my personal opinion, and figure out another way to add some add some beautification to the city. Even swapping out the banners every couple months. Yeah, and if I was going to do it, I would start with doing it semi-annually, right? Like, you don't go into, like, swap them out every month, yeah. let's swap them out once a year, and then you can, can No, but you could it. do them, I wouldn't say anything less than quarterly. I, I think if we do move yeah. for it, I think... Because they, they aged or whatever. First one would be the semi, and then we can go after that semi. And then... I mean, when you take them down, are they uh, are they aged with a rip easier? I I don't know. Well, we haven't taken them down, so we'd have to preserve. We'd have to store them properly. Well, they're which... taken down at Christmas, right? When the wreaths go up. Uh -oh. oh, they're not. No, but one of the things about banners is that they really can do a lot for your placemaking. So if you want to um, maybe think about a few. Uh, that you could swap out even in between the ones that we have for Fed Deluxe. Mm. You know, you could reach a little bit further and say, hey, we're having Fed Deluxe or, you know, come over for this particular event or you could, um, you know, there's any number of things that you that you really could do. But that's the one that, that I thought of that might be a good one to do is get some Fed Deluxe ones if you're trying to, and even some Main Street Market ones or something like that so that um, more people are aware of the events that the city has. Does Avery? Just, awesome. It just seems that all we when we ever do anything with this, we do something with the light poles. We can't. That's the only thing that we ever had. To what else do we get? Yeah, Reese, but there. Yeah, we, we did the Reese last time, and then we're doing. Now we're adding the back, doing something with the back. Right, but what else would you want to do? I don't know. That's I, that's that's what I'm trying to. Is that what our Reese look like? like? No, ours at the Reese have lights on them. Yeah, they do. I can't visualize it. No bows. Yeah, we, we, get, we could get bows. 
in preparation for both. Well, whatever we do, just make sure they're bigger than Hugo's banners. If we get <laughs> yeah. different banners. Like an I, I just, or the banners look small. You can't even really, you can't I, right. I agree with that. They're, they're tiny. They, oh. They're not as noticeable. But if it's fabric, I'm, why wouldn't it be able to hold something yeah. a little larger? They say City of Centerville. I'm trying to look for a picture of like what our current banners well, are. Well, if we're today. talking about um, advertising for like that one, the third, no, no, go back to the one you were on, please. Okay, so that third one in bannerware, it looks like that is a ground mounted, or is it on a pole sideways? And I'm just it looks like it just straps around it the pole. It looks like it's on ah, a pole, yeah. Okay, yeah. but they do have ones we could get for the ground effects, you know, and just do some of those and put place mm -hmm. those in places that. Sure. Maybe I don't know. I could. Like, what like I could Mark do. Said, I mean, we've done mm -hmm. the polls. It's. Yeah. So maybe how big would you want the banners to be? And I could check and see, you know, how much weight it is. The other thing is, you know, I like in Hugo and in other places they're spaced out a little bit more, and ours are on every other one. Well, they have a lot more light poles in us too, though. Yeah. We thought I mean, about putting more light poles in, kind of down the. Yeah, it was. I mean, what are we going to need all new hardware too to put them up then if they're bigger? Maybe. I don't know what the. I would talk to our in, engineer, Mark, uh, to see like what size banner do you think that we could have that would be fine for the for the weight? You know? I don't think that's more noticeable. I think that, that I don't. I guess I've never really thought about the banner. I've never put this much thought into the banners before. But um, <laughs> I guess they are a little small, but I think it's, it's almost kind of cute because. The areas that they are down there, anyways, that's kind of like when you think about it, like a walking area. The smaller yeah. ones, you know? yeah. You don't yeah. really need like a giant garish banner. And I think when you think about ones that I've seen, they're bigger, like they're kind of along like highway kind of areas, yeah. and I feel like that would be suitable for bigger ones, like along Frenchman Road. Yeah. yeah. But I think over in like Cornerstone Park area, the, the small ones are fine, and I think seasonal ones would be kind of interesting, but. Mm -hmm. Maybe not replacing all of them, just like you said, like every third one or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And and, and for seasonal ones, maybe like a personal message, like um, Centerville wishes you a happy holiday season yeah. or something. Just those are place-making ideas since that's one of your goals. And, you know, if, if it's just an idea. So you guys can think about, um, you know, really. Avery, if, if you were going to highlight a season... Besides Christmas, what others? I mean, obviously there's summer and yeah, summer break. I guess the like beginning of summer. But I feel break. like the ones we kind of have are nice because there's the hockey one, but there's also like the fishing stuff. Yeah, I feel like are yeah. good. It's like Christmas, but I don't really know. I guess spring. But I don't, what would you really do for spring? Flowers. Um, yeah, just know. you know. Yeah, like flowers. Yeah. Yeah. In the spring, people are kind of getting out more. They're walking yeah. more. They're, you know, mm -hmm. so. And I like, because I like kind of the blue ones we have, but if we replace, like, every third one, like, we could take the hockey one out and put it, like, in a pink flower one or something like that. Or mm -hmm. is, there some, yeah. Yeah. is there some sort of fake flower we can wrap around the pole that looks halfway decent? I don't know. Yeah, no, I like think that's a good idea, though. Like well, the wreaths aren't real either, people. Come on. No, I don't. What? And you're going to tell me Santa's not real now? <laughs> He's not? So, um, wait, history. guys. <laughs> so I did look 
um, into, and I, I haven't heard back, I did look in. Remember when uh, President Michelle Cook was here from the Quad last time and she said, oh, you know, you could look at those lights that you turn on green for St. Patty's yeah. Day and red for Christmas and, you know, for, for Valentine's Day or whatever. Sure. And I hadn't heard back yet. So there's so many ideas that we could do for placemaking and I just wanted to bring some ideas to you to start thinking about it. I, I think just think when you start to get festive somewhere, mm -hmm. I mean, someone talks to someone else about, hey, have you been through Centerville at night when their lights are, or, yeah. you know, yeah. or have you seen blah, 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 and then somebody goes, oh, no, I haven't. Let's go there. You know, it's just... Right. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Yeah. I like your idea about adding, I had that idea, too, adding streetlights, especially along that I think ravine. Should, but yeah, I think we should have more streetlights, personally. Even a walking bridge over that, on that one side of the, would be awesome, but that's going to be really expensive for what you get, I think. To engineer a huge walking bridge yeah. just to go over that one little... Yeah, so I will, <laughs> cool. I will, I will say this. Um, from the uh, council retreat, which we'll talk a little bit, a smidge about in um, a little bit, then there's going to be a town hall meeting, and one of the topics for the town hall meeting is going to be projects. So that would be something that would be a great idea to put on that list. Mm -hmm. I, was, I wish we had that unity pole we were talking about because we could turn that into a Christmas tree. <laughs> we're even changing the, like, the light bulbs inside the street lights. Like, so you could They're put it in. Solar, I think, aren't they? Are they solar? I don't They're know. Solar? I don't know. I could check on that. I no, don't I don't think so. Didn't they, didn't, didn't they shut them off at one point? Didn't, wasn't that a Will Harbor as a mayor thing? So if there's like color changing LEDs or something that could be, that might be an easy way to switch things. I don't know. Yeah, I can, I can check on that. Um, okay, so I guess where are we at with the batteries? So, uh, so just provide, you know, there's discussion we had, just provide direction. Do we want to keep exploring? Do we want to, you know, continue the conversation at the next meeting? Do you want me to purchase anything? Just give me a little direction. How many street lights are there? How many? So there's 22 poles. We yep. don't have any on. Um, yeah. So and we have a banner for each of those. We have a banner on, let me back up. We have 22 banners and they're on every other. So there's 44 oh, ish, ish yes, poles. Yes, yes. Well, so why don't, why don't we, why don't we, why don't you look and see if we, I don't, maybe with the, the, um, the current banners, I'm assuming we have, there's the support for those banners. They have to be a certain, which we bought, I'm assuming, yeah. right? Yeah. So now that maybe the hardware, the hardware for it. So I could it, price the hardware for bigger? For bigger. I, and we're, I'm not talking getting doubling the size, right? It's just mm -hmm. so we can, you can actually see the city of Centerville writing on it. Um, well, why couldn't we make them bigger or get them bigger? You'd have, like to buy, you'd have to buy a different hardware, right? We already have the hardware for those the certain size of behaviors. Well, get a price on the hardware. Right. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. it's just like the Reese. Remember, we used to have smaller Reese, and we went larger, and they're more noticeable. They're sure. a lot, right. you know, yeah. I, I, kind of the same thing. But if thing we here. also could come up with some other ideas outside sure. of just changing um, for next, just changing banners out, come up with some other ideas next for next month that we could talk about, uh, whether that be planners that sit on the ground somewhere in downtown maybe who knows um so Avery, Avery you mentioned this right like every other right so they're currently doing every other yeah mm -hmm. so if you were to put 
banners in the empty space now, you wouldn't necessarily have to change out any banners. You'd just be adding banners to the empty space, possibly. Yeah, you could, and then be it, too banner it, would be, it might be visually mm -hmm. busy, but um, it's up to you guys. Or you could maybe, if the banners are bigger, maybe you could just do every third one or every other. Because that's what I'm kind of toying around with in my head, is if you got just some kind of like, what's the word, uh, accent banners? to fill in in there, to like highlight a season or whatever, and then leave the other ones there. I don't know. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. So, you, but you want to make that one bigger to cover up the smaller ones. Well, I wouldn't cover it up because they're uh, space. If you could pick like just a couple of holes down in the center to put like bigger banners for the season, so it wouldn't be like every other, it would just be a couple. Yeah. Of, uh, signature. Yeah. Signature, signature ones. ones. Yeah. Okay. But you're talking a couple grand for just the banners minimum. Yeah, but that was like 22 banners. A couple grand for 22 banners. Mm -hmm. If we didn't purchase 22 banners. And even if we did, if they were like, you know, four for, six for like a Fet Deluxe and six for, you know, Welcome to Spring or, you know, some of those different ones, then. Um, It'd be interesting to see something with that water ski show highlighted. I think that's something yeah. that's unique about Sunderville. Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. Let's talk more about that on next month. Swag bags. My swag bag quotes. Okay, so similar to the last discussion item, um, we last meeting talked about coming back with a variety of items that we could um, put, give out at um, signature events that we could put into the swag bags that go to um, Music in the Park, etc. And so I have in your packet, I've got a quote for a variety of items, um, and then I have links on the next page if you want to see any of these, just let me know and we'll pull those up, but floating key rings, um, nicer key rings, uh, there's just a variety of different things here, I'll scroll down so you can look at it, um, zippered pouches, um, the sunscreen idea that we talked about, we've got hard drives that you can see, um, let's see. Uh, two different um, kinds of um, flash drives, I mean, not flash drives, sorry. We have a, a charger hub, which is kind of interesting. I just tried to think of things that when you, um, when you go to a place, a conference uh, or somewhere, then usually you look for the cool swag and then you're, you remember, I do, uh, where I got that cool item. If it's Eller's Finance, I remember that I got an eyeglass um, cleaner kit there or wherever. Um, slim webcam, webcam privacy cover, we priced that. There's just, here's the sunscreen one. There's just several different items if you had a chance to look at these in your packet. Um, stylus pens, notebooks. Um, these are for like real estate? Some... Yeah, it's for a variety of things. So you're going to have a business appreciation event coming up. And last year we gave swag for that. Uh, so that's why I got such a big list of ideas. Uh, you've got real estate events coming up. If you want to add an item to the swag bags, 
You also discussed if you wanted to, whenever a new business comes in, give them a key ring or something like that. So lots of events coming up, um, and so you'll need probably a variety of different things. Keep little, it, no, keep in mind with the, with the swag bags, we actually supply the yes, swag bag Yes, that's itself, very true. Yes. Right? So, yes. And that's the big one, right, where we would need 150 items. Right. So that, so I don't know necessarily if we need to get five, 500 items on this. Right, right. right? Yep, yep. So I, I like the idea, of just if you want to scroll up, I like the idea of the, uh, the campfire mug. I think the EDA just did that, right? And that's the EDA. The Parks and Rec. Park park yeah, this was a different one. It was a taller one. Um, they did the, the chunky round one. This would be like a taller one. But. I, I like the idea of the notebook. Yeah. Um, personally. I kind of like the idea of the sunscreen for the swag bags for the summertime. I mean, outside of summer, I don't think anybody's going to really care, care about the sunscreen, right. to be honest with you. So yeah. do the swag bags plus sunscreen? I mean, yeah, it's just my idea, but um, I don't know. What was the quote for the sunscreen? Uh, let's see. And what will we need, 150? Sunscreen was six fifty eight, and that was for 150. yeah one fifty. And how much are the swag bags? Uh, let's see. Aren't you and talking are, for the festival, right? Only the swag yeah. bags. Yeah, the swag bags are just for the festival. Yeah. Were you talking about having stuff like when you go to places and you have a booth right. or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we got to give out. I, you know. And business Some appreciation. Some stuff's kind of cheesy. I mean, I would rather go with something that's nice and less stuff, you know. And I think for business appreciation, we need something that's Lighter. decent. Because I think our coffee mugs were good that we did mm -hmm. yeah. last year. Yeah. And kind of seemed like everybody appreciated them. And What's cool swag to you? Uh, I got one of those Parks and Rec mugs, and I really like it. I do, too. Yeah. What other kind of swag? Uh, first time I walked in here, the mayor handed me a pen. That was interesting. I like that. What about a what about a, a hat? That's what I was just gonna say that. For our business appreciation. Uh, uh, we could that. we could do that. I don't have the swag bags on here. That's a good they idea. should be a few hundred dollars. They're that's usually what they are. Usually so they're getting less than just a thing. But we never get rid of the three hundred completely in a in a year. that would probably be about a few hundred. Sunglasses? Yeah, that's a good center bill on the side. Yeah. Yeah, so with this agenda item, I just need a little direction on, you know, do you want to continue to think about these things? Are there certain things that you want to go ahead and have me order? Or do you just want to be introduced to this list and come back and talk about it at another meeting? I think this is really nice to have options, you know, kind of like a little catalog. Yeah. Maybe um, we could make a decision on just the ones for your events that you'd probably need more sooner. There, I don't need them sooner. Uh, they're more towards the end of the year. Uh, I think by the time that we start getting to um, summer, though, uh, the county has the um, the golf tournament, and we get to invite businesses to that event. So if there was a little something that we could ask our county representative to give out on our behalf, that might be kind of good. Oh. Well, 
or tees, there golf tees. Go. Those are great. Yeah. That's I the Centerville EDA. Yes. I don't know. Yeah, those are those are great. The three M golf tournament. We could get golf balls. Or tees. Yeah. So, do you guys want to make a decision on this? You guys want to go back and look at the, all the items? Um, we have the sunscreen, the, the notebook. Um, anybody else have any ideas? Lanyards. I love lanyards. I love okay. those too. I like those too. I think we should to consider do doing one that's like if we have a surplus of it, it's going to be easy to. Transfer to others. Sure. What kind of hats were you guys thinking? Were you thinking of a ball cap or like a, a beanie? A beanie. Like a stocking cap? Well, if we're giving them out for, yeah. for um, employee, or I mean uh, business appreciation, that's in the winter, right? It is so in the winter, yeah. Nobody's going to wear a ball cap for that if we want right. to right. kind of, right. you know, it's going to be winter time. Get a yeah. beanie. Okay. But at the golf tournament, you could wear ball caps. Yeah. Okay. Beanies. I can price those. I like the campfire, uh, I don't know about mug, is that, mug means, it's not a coffee mug, is it, 12 ounce? No, uh, it's like that, I think it's 12 or 14. It's a drink cup, like yeah. cold? It's not a coffee cup, like? No, it's not like that, no. I think those coffee cups are sharp. The ones that we got from? Park and Rec. Yeah, those were very nice. Okay, yeah, they, they have those too, I didn't put them on there, but they do have those. I, I think if we're doing a giveaway, you know, Promotional thing at an event, those would be nice. Okay. okay. That's, that's my two cents. I like that. I like that idea. I don't know that. how much they are. I can check. That's what Coon Rapids, that's the one I took away from Coon Rapids last year and I came back out. That's like, a good one. Yeah, that's a cool one. The mug? The mug. <laughs> they the had it this year one? too. Yeah. Yeah, not everybody's going to be giving those away, but that's yeah. why it's memorable, right? Yeah. Just the people, you know, that'll have a conversation with you or something, I don't know. Right. But I think for the swag bags for the summer event, sunscreen is good. Everybody will use it. That's just my opinion, just for the summer. What about chapsticks? Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> so do you want me to just narrow the list down and bring it back? I keep it. It's kind of cool. Okay. I mean, so in terms of next steps, what do you want me to do? I mean, we're giving out these things at Market Fest and, mo and movie at the park. Maybe. I mean, That's I right. mean we got to have little right. sunglasses. We, we got to make a decision here. Do we want to make it? Do we want to make a decision on what we want her to order, or do we want to just table this till next next time? Table it. All right. We're tabling. On to business appreciation update. Okay, one moment. If you table it, you need to make a motion to table it. So we need a, a motion in a second. Well, do we all need to think about this some more or not? And you and the other let's, thing is that you don't have to take any action because you can. Let's move on okay. to business appreciation update. I'll make a motion then to table that. Is that what you needed? Sure. Yep. Second. Second. Oh. Tony, All in favor of. Uh, tabling the swag quotes. Aye. Aye. Opposed? On to business appreciation. Yeah, Mr. President, um, so at the last meeting then we talked about um, checking if the Southern Rail would be available um, on the Monday, uh, a Monday in November. Um, I spoke with uh, one of the owners there and she said that 
she could accommodate the EDA for their business appreciation event there uh, on November um, 4th from 5.30 to 7, and that Kelly's could cater from, like, just bring the, the stuff over. Uh, last year, the uh, event was about $1,500. That included this, it was t a tight $1,500. That included the swag that we purchased and the meal. The meal was close to $1,000. Um, and so uh, they do have a 25-person minimum to um, for the order, and then we accommodated for about 40 people, um, which is, uh, we had a great turnout. So on this item, then I just wanted to receive... Um, so was there extra food? Like two Hardly extra any. meals. There, were, there was like two extra meals. Um, so, it, I mean, it was, it was pretty close. So I just need to know if you want to go ahead and have me... Um, get an order ready now and get things lined up if you have a particular budget in mind or um, I think we need to increase the budget with it being the same owner I suppose it's only you know right that we get our food from so we're just and we're just looking for the budget just for the meal at this no, point the, the whole, the the package. The whole so that's including the swag whatever yeah right yeah. so we 2500 bucks would be enough I think so I mean I think you do really well with don't exceed I was going to yeah, say not 2000, to exceed, not to exceed yeah, 2500 between 2 time. and yeah. 25 yeah. or not to exceed 23 or something like that. What kind of cups did we give out? Yeti? Those were the, yeah, the, the silver cold cups. They were like the ones you're drinking out of. Okay. But they weren't the Yetis, but they were. No, they were right. Yeah. Two grams recovery, right? I think you should do 2200 not to exceed like $2,200. Yeah. We, we, don't, we don't have to hit that number. But it cost 1500 this last year. Right. Oh, for sure. Yeah, so not... The we want, so we're going to spend 50% more? What it, we don't have to pay for the rental of the building. We didn't we? pay for a speaker either. So if you want to have a speaker um, that... Like more businesses, we might have different yeah, swag. I mean, just we depending, need, yeah. We probably need more swag because we didn't have enough, did we? Or we had enough. Yeah, we had eight extras. Oh, okay. Um, so, Tony, you're, 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 you say 2,000. I'm not sure. I mean, I, I, I mean we, we don't have to hit the number, right? It's just, just a lot easier to have. Yeah, it's just have easier to have to, something to work with. Right. Yeah. Um, so, I get a, a motion for the amount of budget to budget on this? I'll make a motion to uh, take that budget up to uh, 2400 bucks, not to exceed. I will second. All in favor of moving the EDA uh, for the EDA budget for the upcoming depreciation to $2,400. All in favor? Aye. 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 Opposed? Whatever, Okay, um, goals and priorities. Thank you, Mr. President. Uh, so on this, I just, um, every month, then we have a few goals that we try to hit, so I just wanted to kind of recap in here. So for this meeting, we said that we would discuss goal one, guiding redevelopment. The monies, um, we sort of did that when, we, when Mike Brass was communicating about the county dollars. He was talking about the HRA dollars is what he was talking about. There's about $475,000 in that fund currently. 
Um, and so now would be a, a, you know, a good time to talk about, um, well, let me just tell you what the process is. The process to use those dollars is that a resolution formally asking to use those dollars has to be approved by city council. After that happens, then that resolution is presented to the county HRA board, and then they communicate and release the funds if it's approved. And then you can use the funds for you know whatever you want. Um, uh, President Remillard and I talked about um, you know we've been talking about the powers of the EDA and at the council retreat. Then that was actually not discussed at any length. Um, and so we thought we would put this on here just to say that you know you um, you could formally ask for the HRA dollars to use those. Um, and then you have an opportunity fund that you could figure out what you want to spend that on. Uh, and then um, any of the other powers like acquisition of property, etc. The very next uh, document in here, I put in some su supporting documentation on the powers that are given to the EDA. And uh, if you would like to talk through, if you um, would like to formally ask council for more powers or, you know, what you want that to look like. But they did not actually talk about that at the, at the retreat. So the HRA dollars, what's, what are, tell me, tell us about that. So what, what do they need to be used for? Economic what? development. So the HRA dollars uh, are earmarked for economic development. Economic development is vague. It can be pretty much what I would do is I would call up the, um, the executive director of the HRA, and I would make sure we had the right verbiage in that resolution so that it would be pretty much a yes that we would have those dollars, and then it would just be approved by uh, council, and then, you know, you could use those monies. But about $65,000 annually is put into that fund, um, and... Uh, that's for the whole county, though. That's what the whole county has That's to this? for Centerville. Oh, okay. Centerville. That's what I... Yeah. Yeah. So aside from an annual maintenance allocation for Chauncey Barrett, um, then the monies are available to the city of Centerville. And that, that so, rolls over at sixty-five grand a year? It, it, um, yeah, they hold a small percentage for a, like a year on the levy. And then, um, you know, we'll get more, like probably 50,000 more to use to that next year. But there's, um, there's $475,000 in there now available. So, so how much is available for us to? There's $475,000 now that is available. That's the current available balance. Earmarked for, for Centerville only. Earmarked for Centerville only. But what about EDA earmarked? Anything? No, because that's not the process. So okay. what would happen is the EDA could certainly ask council if they could use the money on X, Y, or Z, like this incubator space. If you wanted to do something with that, then you could formally make a request to the council so, to consider that. And, but city council can't ask for this money. The no, EDA, the, the, the EDA has to ask for this. No, money. the ask is formally from council. That's We're asking council to ask for Yes, that. yes. I think we better get a better understanding of exactly what <laughs> that applies for so we know and and if we can find the application through the ED board proposed that but we need to know exactly what it's for so we don't 
There's no list of what it's for. It, it is for a variety of things like land acquisition. It could cover some studies. It could cover, I mean, any number of economic development activities. And then what would happen is we would reach out to the county and say, These, this is the thing that we're looking at using the money for. And the HRA makes that determination as to whether or not that would be an eligible use. And how much we get for the project? So if we did a land study and it's twenty grand, we don't get four hundred seventy thousand no, dollars. No, they only release the funds for that you need and so that you uh, ask for. So the so the the market study that we did for the downtown development, we could have got HR. You could have. Oh, jeez. But we didn't. Ask. We didn't know. We did not know that at the time. Correct. Did not know. Okay. And land accusations, but are are. Well, putting it towards an incubator space well, for that much money, that would be great. But then the city used 400 some grand for land acquisition and they haven't been able to develop the land. And if they're not able to develop that land, there's a chance that they might have to pay that money back, right? So that was the, that was the CDBG dollars. That was a grant from the, um, from the federal government for Block 7. Hmm. And the, component, the thing we have to do there is we have to have an affordable component to that development, whatever goes there, or we're going to be paying four hundred thousand dollars back. So I mean, we we push all the time to try to get um, apartments or townhomes on that property. So that's separate. That's separate. Yes, that's a different funding source. Well, so let, let's just say, for instance, if. Uh, that lot there, if we could convince that coffee place that was somewhat interested. On seventeen thirty-seven. Yeah. They went to Lino. Or we'll, we'll just Lino we'll or Blaine. Hypothetical yeah. if another coffee yeah. shop came in. Yeah, and if we say, hey, uh, look at that free chunk of land, and uh, here's four hundred seventy-five thousand dollars to put toward your build, is that applicable like that, or do we have to have some skin in the game for it, like? Uh, that does, off the top of my head, that doesn't really sound like it would be, we'd have to really explore that a little bit more. Well, that's what I'm saying yeah. with that. Yeah. That particular thing. Yeah, yeah, this is a little more complicated. Yeah, yeah. I, I think if you have something in mind, that's really what I would recommend. So, if, so I have an example. Yes. So, like on 61, there's a, a beautiful brick sign that says, Welcome to Hugo. Yes. If we wanted to do something like that as you're coming into Centerville that said, welcome to the city of Centerville or yes. whatever, we could use those funds towards something like that. That would be something that we would ask if we could use that for because economic development, again, is very vague, but that is certainly marketing and attraction. Mm -hmm. So I would think that if we called them up and said, hey, you know, I mean, what we would do is we would need their board to say, yes, we sign off on this use. But that is a good example of something that would be worth an ask. But then you need to, you need to just think about what is it that you want to use the money for? Because $475,000 has taken several years to accumulate. Do you want to use it on a sign or do you want to use it on a piece of property? Or yeah, so you Can would you just use it on multiple different 
Okay. Yeah, you don't have to spend the whole 475 at once. It's okay. just that it's like one of the only funding sources available to the city slash EDA for economic development. Um, and it's a significant you know, amount of money that you could really do something with. So if we wanted to do streetscaping or add more lights or something, we could, is that something? You might be able to do that, but you're, I would say that with your operating budget, that would make more sense, in yeah. my opinion. Um, but certainly, you know, as the board, you could decide that you wanted to ask for that. and Just asking for yeah, different Yeah, yeah. I, I would think that that is something that the board has been budgeting for for the last several years, and it, in my opinion, it makes more sense to come from that. But if there was like a big, if you were putting in new street lights, that'd be a different story. Yeah, I think well, so. I think so. Yeah. But you also have your opportunity fund that you can discuss. Um, so remember uh, the last uh, budget cycle, then we asked for like an extra 13000 or so, so that we could put in everything that is not operating into a, a an opportunity fund. And that opportunity fund, you haven't decided what you want to use it for, but you could use it for, it's just money that's sitting there. And right now it's set up to pay for things that maybe weren't budgeted for that come up. But there could be a whole another category of um, placemaking options or acquisition of property or whatever those things are. Mm -hmm. And then that goes back to the powers of that the EDA does do or may not have. Do to we want to be buy a developer real estate right. or whatever? Which is a question for the city council. Right. And um, as we talked about, Mark, um, right now you don't have the formal power to own land or do some of those other things, but. I think the best thing that you do have is to ask to the council on the HRA dollars um, and, you know, ask them to consider, you know, something, if you have something in mind, because it's a lot of money. Well, that's where it starts to get complicated, right? Because if we're saying we want to use HRA dollars to buy, let's say, a piece of land, right. we technically can't do that. You would have to ask. Then we're asking yeah, you're to the council to yes. do that for us. Exactly. But... It is still an avenue to get you there, rather than um, having that immediate direct power to get it. Because in order to do that, the council would have to sign off on it, and then the process at the county would have to change. Well, and I think the whole point of the EDA existing in the first place is so that council doesn't have to sign off on things, right? It's a separate entity that can engage in business development, so the council doesn't have to yeah. micromanage some of these things. Yeah, but we have a young EDA, and so that's why... We do. Yeah. yeah. Right. And the city did own land, or was a landowner at one point, right? And that didn't go well. We still own some stuff, right? Or they were a landlord, I should say. A landlord, okay. That was yeah. before my time, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, okay, so... Yeah, there's all sorts of uh, unintended consequences with all that stuff. Right. Um, spur new development. Yeah. So we, we heard the presentation from Mike Brass, and you got some other options for consideration. So we actually can check that box that we discussed that this meeting, and then 
placemaking um, is similar to the discussion that we also had with him and on the um, quotes that we received um, for the holiday decorations and not holiday decorations, the banners, etc. So, um, oh, I, and I'm a little confused on the placemaking. Wasn't there a survey at one point that we were going to ask people the yeah, so the, the placemaking survey has not been designed yet, and we're going to work on that. Um, the survey that I sent you last week was from leftover from last year, and that is a business, uh, more like a um, business retention expansion kind of survey, where we ask businesses how they're doing and what they need help right. with. So that's separate. Right. Can I throw some out there? So it seems like we have a few different, like placemaking, Right, and then we've got the kind of beautification of the city, we can call it, mm -hmm. maybe, and then the the this grander brainstorm idea behind like actually like developing a site and having. Do we want to think about prioritizing those things, or I know we've talked about that, but do we want to think about like what what is our top priority of those things, or is that even? I don't know. Yeah, so all of these goals are from your 2024 goals. So if you, as a board, want to talk about um, which ones you want to focus on, uh, narrowing them down, entirely up to you. You can certainly do that. Or Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I, there's a reason why we have the goals set the way that we did. I don't know. We, we discussed them in last year. You, or do you want to prioritize them? No, I'm just curious if there's one that, you know, anybody that's sitting here feels like a burning passion that needs to be above the others or, you know, it, you know, as far as like the beautification of the city, those things are going to come up and we're probably, you know, as a, as a board going to address those things and be able to get those smaller wins probably mm -hmm. more incrementally. These other bigger picture things, you know, without some serious movement in certain directions, it feels like we're going to be chasing our tail for a while. Kind of like our con what we're concentrating on and what we kind of are always picking at. Um, I would say I'd be really interested in getting that uh, property by the school, having something on there. Uh, I, I think this incubator thing makes sense and it's good for us because we're a small city. <laughs> We put small businesses in there, and if we if they're going to move to some smaller or we'll just call it medium business size over there, I think that incubator space would be good. Now, finding a partner if we're willing to throw some cash out there with that HRA money, it, would that help it? Would it? fuel the fire. I mean, if we're going to throw out almost half a million dollars and it's a million and a half dollar bill, yeah. can we find someone that will be responsible for that milk? Because if we become the landowner or the uh, municipal there, then, I mean, we got to be the janitors there and everything else, the maintenance people. The yeah. I think we <coughs> really should have some further discussion on what an incubator space is mm -hmm. and what it looks like in Centerville and who would be occupants in it and really just I mean we haven't even scratched the surface I don't feel like well, what would the draw be here? Didn't Mike just 
kind of give us. But an incubator space looks different everywhere. An incubator space is more than just a building. It's it's got yeah. it's a social area where you're you're giving guidance. You're you're doing. I mean, you're you're incubating the. You're incubating the business, right? So you're giving them financial guidance. You're, yeah. you're doing networking. You're doing, and so there's a lot more. You actually have a manager of that incubator space. Yeah. So, so there, I think there's there. I mean, this is what we're talking about is more of an office sharing space than it is. Is why I kind of felt like Mike was like even from the understanding I thought we had in certain things, it felt like Mike was kind of maybe putting it more in his paradigm of industrial property management or whatever right it was it's not so the, the word incubator is always kind of i'm always kind of sitting there going this isn't really an incubator it's just more of a, a leasing space right it's yeah. not really necessarily an incubator tiny businesses how's that tiny. right but, yeah. an, but an, an, incub, an incubator is more where you get they give you it's it's almost like a community program right. kind of a correct thing. correct yeah kind of like a college course with uh well, it's, for, it's for start. It's for startups that that need more guidance and handholding to get you get you to. The I looked at it this way. It's a place to have smaller pieces yep. of businesses to do their trial and error and figure things out before they can get up and move them. But it, it seems to me what his what would work in that space would be more of the the executive suites, right? Like what you have at your property, right. kind of thing. But. The, I mean, the, the what's going to would, would work would be we'd have to find a partner with the EDA to do this, I think, right? Which is we're so far we're, we're just we're at, the, we're at the initial stages of all that, right? We don't even know how that would look. Yeah, and I think what Mike's saying is like what's most marketable, right? Is these are the types of office space, you know, and that kind of thing. Because right. if, but if we're doing this as like a community service. And we're doing like a true incubator space to develop community business. I honestly don't think you'd get as much involvement as you'd like to see. I think but you're right. You want, and we, and I don't. Yeah, the, and you don't. You don't really have the population. You don't have. Right. Just, I mean, it's really designed for a much younger population and population that is it's dense. So the question kind of becomes, does the city feel like it needs to spur economic development by becoming a landlord again? Right. right. And that's that's a question that well that's and that's where a partnership with someone else that would be willing to go in on it with us would make the most sense, right? Well they would we would be more backing them. Right. What I also heard though was that we already have an incubator space here, like back storage and some some of the others. And that maybe instead of like a new build, maybe you design a new program that incentivizes businesses to come. That's that's also even less risky. It's a pilot, potentially a pilot program, to figure out if you were to um, cover some of the brokerage fees um, and get spaces filled up. That might be something worth you know further consideration as well. And then the money that you would invest in that is very minimal compared to a build. Cover some of the brokerage. If there's no build, what are we covering the brokerage fees for? Uh, the city does not pay the, the realtor, but the realtor does not work for um, the private sector for. for when I think, and I think Darren kind of talked about, and so did Mike. Right? We we just need to get them the the list.
list of who they can they can go attack they can market right, right? and so I, I don't I didn't the whole idea of helping him with the brokerage fees would be necessary well not necessarily just him I, I was thinking an actual program to help anybody that's in a, a business like that a scenario like that but we could talk about that we don't even have any openings that's why I said what are the openings or vacancies over there there's none he said Mike said they fill up quickly on their own, so I don't want to start right. by, you know, paying people to come here. I, I Plus you're only subsidizing one business, really. That's why you'd have to have a program. So that no, I know, but, like, you, you're really subsidizing the realtor, right? Yeah. Correct. Okay. So I, I think, so back to your point, I think that I think the top two priorities, obviously, are the guide re redevelopments for new development, the placemaking, and I'm... What are the other three, number three and four? Uh, well, they're not on here because, right. um, so it was placemaking, spurring new development, guiding redevelopment, I think it was business engagement, um, and, or it was business, yeah, engagement, and, and retention. I'm sorry? Retention. Yeah, retention. retention. Yeah. It seems like those are the things that were kind of, yeah. for, you know, like that's already kind of evolved to where it's going to be to some degree. Yeah. Yeah, your programs are designed to do that yeah. already. One of the things to remember about their storage unit is they're supposed to build the same amount of buildings right behind it. Right. So we, oh, yeah. so we got to get them next year yeah. filled up. And can we make a formal ask to PNZ to really nail down, for sake of e easing business, to really nail down some of those acceptable uses and conditional use classifications as soon as possible? You can certainly do that. Um, I can tell you that that is, we're working on that like ASAP already. But you can, if you want to make a recommendation, you certainly can. Well, well Dan, if wouldn't Dan have to, can't Dan come up with a list? Because when he was asking questions, they're like, well, Dan, well, Dan, well. No, they, the list that Dan has is, is uses that would work in there based on building code. Um, because the building was set up for storage with, you know, like the air conditioning stuff would be very different for storage versus, you know, a different type of use. And what he's using it for is other uses in addition to um, storage. Well, I think what I heard Mike saying, and I think what, it, it, what I heard Mike saying is, is that our process is unique to our city. Mm -hmm. And then also, and I've had similar experiences with that. So yeah. I think it would be important to make sure that this stuff is clear, and we're not just leaving it up to, all right, somebody's got to figure it out. Yeah, no, I, we definitely have to find a way to get the language more clear um, because there's just not enough guidance in there, in the ordinance, to say that it's all allowed. And, um, yeah. Just going back to the incubator space for a second, maybe we just need to get together as a group and really define, like, work together to come up with some sort of a, a cohesive vision for it before we can even because I think if I don't see this point it's a good one because we could sit here in the development stage let's say we got everybody's on board let's do it and we got the money we could argue about what that looks like for two years right yeah you know. well I think I, yeah I think we need to understand what the, the how it would look right how are yeah. we gonna how how do we how do we go about from asking for the money partnering with somebody because I don't think he. I think that he was saying that the to build a, to build a building is going to cost us one point three million, right? For thirty five hundred square feet. 
right? So let's say 1.5. Yeah. So we're gonna we'll be on the hook for a million dollars for this thing, right? Mm -hmm. Right. He also we're, said 10 years waiting taxes, which right. is a so there's there's a lot of things tough. that there's a lot of things that need to fall into place in order for us to build this building. So right. I think if if we're seriously at least I think we need to talk get I don't know who we need to be talking to. Is Mark someone that would be that could go over how this would look? And how this would work? I think he could participate in the process of maybe what it could look like, um, certainly depending on the questions, but I think the board needs to figure out what it's going to look like for Centerville um, because it's really guided by your vision, whatever that is, and I think we need to define right. what that is. Yeah, it'd be tough to do at the time. But I think well, I, the one thing that stood out to me was the phased approach, like where you could possibly do additional buildings to not be on the hook for everything all at once. Yeah. I think that's interesting. But yeah, I think we... But one, but one building would be at least... 1.5 million. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so right. I mean, we're not, we're, it's not just yeah, yeah. baby steps, right? We're talking... 1.5. Yeah. And that's oh. like with the... You know, and he's even saying, he's like, these numbers don't really make a lot of sense in terms of cash flow, right? Especially where, so I think one of the questions with this whole incubator space is like, is this something that we're thinking is a community service or is this a business venture, you know, and kind of separating the two a little bit? Or, you know, what is, what is the mixture of subsidy to business and that kind of a thing? That's I, I think to Darren's point, it's we have this piece of land that we can't, don't, we have put on the market for years and we've had never had, we can't get anybody seriously to, without the city interaction. I mean, this is, this is a piece of land that the city, in order for it to get any movement on it, the city may have to do something to, right. to get it to move, right? And well, they've already done some stuff too, right? right. Like, yeah, we did those pre-development yeah. grants to get the site show already. Yeah. And they're still not, I mean, people aren't watching. The biters, nope. next year maybe. Mm -hmm. So I'm hearing that you want to um, talk about it maybe at a work session? You want to, at an upcoming meeting or other meeting? Yeah, but I, I think, but I think we need to, I, I mean, I think we need to have Mark come in too and talk, let us, I mean, how does it work to park, how do we park, how do we partner with, an independent on this, mm -hmm. someone outside of the city. How would that look? Sure. Um, I mean, well, what if we were to work with the thirty-foot like one building, thirty-five hundred square feet, right? Let's say that's the case. What's going to go in that building? Right. How many would, units? Would be, what would seem to me most feasible would be the the executive one hundred square foot executive suites. Yeah, I mean, that's for marketing, right? Like, from a marketability standpoint, that's the mm -hmm. best way to do it, right? But what, who would actually benefit? Occupy it? Well, and who's going to benefit? Like, how, does this, how do the residents benefit from Having the that? city making sure there's more office space in the middle of the city, right? right? You know, I think what Darren's getting at is, like, really kind of a community, if I understand him correctly, is like a community engagement space, like what you see at Schmidt Brewery. People can hang out, they can have a beer, they can go get a snack. You know, there's 
essentially, that's really more like a cafeteria style, you know, more than anything. But that's not yeah. big enough for that. No. Yeah, no, it's not. But I, I, but that was just an example I threw out there. I mean, sure. if, if we do the uh, uh, physical therapist massage, maybe throw a cut. We don't need all my hair cut places, do we? No, but when, what, when it, what it's what it's going to be is going to be it's going to be the state the it's going to be counselors it's going to be maybe physical therapists it's going to be the accounting firm that basically used to work from home that comes in that does the numbers in the office that, that, that's who's going to fill these it's going to be the construction company that does the, the accounting from the office. Well, I remember the feedback from that survey. What. The most overwhelming thing that I remember standing out to me is what everybody wants here is more restaurants. Yeah. And that, parking was an issue there, wasn't it? With the size of the building. Right, and that's but the part and part of that is traffic counts, right? And so the and, and not that five executive suites are going to bring that much more traffic, but it does bring in people. Yeah. And it's good. They're going to stop at. Quick trip, they're gonna stop. Right. So I have a few thoughts. I, I think before this was built, probably there would need to be some kind of a feasibility study. Um, I definitely think conversations with Mark and further conversations with Mike and potentially even having a consultant come in and do a visioning with us so that we could have a facilitated process. Is that something that the board would be interested in? Didn't we just spend so, twenty grand on that? No, we that spent. Was the that was a downtown redevelopment yeah, marketing we'll, study. Let's look at this though. If we do get this, uh, you know, um, hotel, which you said is a, you know, is a nicer hotel than, but Premier. I'm assuming it's like yep. a budget in or something. But yep. uh, you know that that's going to be more a draw. You know, yeah, when we be. start getting a little bit more. Of the cool things, the wow factors sitting around here that might not be ours, but Culver's I heard going over there. I mean, what's in Lino, yeah. Yeah, when you start seeing some of that stuff poke up, well, then maybe all of a sudden, maybe we can get five bucks for that lot at some point. You know, I'm just throwing yeah. it out there. I mean, yeah. something's gonna go, huh? They were given that land, uh, you know, for a dollar, sure. you know, yeah. So, I mean, time, I mean, we've waited this long. So we can just keep rolling well, that. That's the right thing. Potential things, things that are going to start, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. One. The you other might thing see that, a change. There's a there's a lot adjacent to the other side of the school that the city owns too, right? There's some. Yeah, I mean it's not really much. You can't build anything there. But no. the thoughts I had was, you know, if these things are so unmarketable that nobody wants to develop them, maybe we should consider placemaking with them and using it, making it into a community. You know, if that's possible, you know, like a memorial park. I thought more about the one across from the lake, you know, where it's going to be right adjacent to overlooking that park. Like, you could put, like, a couple rows of benches or a statue there and have, like, a nice sitting area there. And it would overlook that water ski show. Well, and it has come up. We have to replace that warming house down there. Making, you know, yeah. that came up at our retreat. But, um... Nonetheless, I, I kind of think that, uh, uh, I don't want to say the word organically grow, but I mean, it, it, with, with some of the things that are coming, I think we're going to get more people going, oh, look, 
how can that lot's vacant, you know? Mm -hmm. Right. Darren, so, are you talking about the warming house down by Lori Lamont Park? Yeah. What happens if we were to make some type of a, a community gathering there that we could rent out if we... Community center is one of the topics that's going to be discussed at the um, open house coming up, which is actually scheduled on March 11th from 5 to 8. 5, 5 or 5.30 to 8. I think it's 5. I'll send, I'll send you a meeting invite. Yeah, I always thought if we could put something larger there, yeah. boy, that, I well, think that would... Watching what Hugo's doing up there is kind of opening our eyes a little bit. And well, the numbers show it from... Well, it, that was also... How Just much wait till I see our banners, though. Right? Right? <laughs> we have a banner so big it puts them in, casts a shadow over Hugo forever. <laughs> right. But how much was that building to erect, wasn't it? The their, their Peterson Pavilion. Yeah, I don't. Um, lots. Yeah, I I, I want to say eight and a half million, but maybe I'm wrong. Oh, no, I think it's tw probably twice that. If they actually went through developing, what is it? The love? What is that property? The Lamont? Oh, the the um, Eggland Park. No, oh, the Lalonde. Oh, oh, the Lalonde property. Lalonde. If yeah. they actually got that built, I don't think that lot sits there vacant anymore. I don't. Yeah, either. I and I think he might be onto something. And I know we want to get rolling here, but. One of the things I want to say too is if we can do something where we've been putting those picnic tables and portable garbage cans for the Market Fest, or I can't call it Market Fest. Main Street Market. There, yeah. If we can maybe put some thought into that before the next meeting of maybe, I'm not saying nothing permanent, but maybe make it a little bit more desirable and family friendly if we have, you know, um, other than the recycled bins and garbage cans and the picnic tables, I, I don't know what else we can do. I mean, you know what I mean? Just so, so, so add something there. Well, even maybe more seating. I don't know if that's enough seating. You know, I, we could use more seating down by the lake. By the lake? Yes. And that's actually my placemaking idea. Is really like to develop that to what's already there and just make it more comfortable for the people that are standing there along the road and to even, you know, and I know they already do some of that. I just don't know what the city's, because that's not city-owned land, right? Like, that's private land right there, right? Did we give that to the bald eagle? I don't know. I, I could check on that. Yeah. Because it's an odd piece. It yeah. Is, yeah. But I mean, if not, maybe look at doing some bleachers or yeah. something. That's kind of what I was Very thinking. Bleachers. Amphitheater. Well, I was Red Rock. My idea when I think of placemaking, that's the place, and then you have that, uh, and then you just, it's an extension along Centerville, the the walk, you know, so the walk, the walking trail goes up to the ski show, and then across the street from that, my idea would be if that little parcel of land, which isn't really developable, but it might get complicated with this other property that's going in, because it'll probably be just gone as a part of that somehow, I don't know. Yeah. But you could have a little memorial park that oversees it all. You know, you could even put a statue there. It could, you could put a water skier on a statue there, whatever. Cougar statue. Okay. Cougar statue. Cougar statue. Yeah. That's what Dio wants. Go ahead, let's get rolling. Anything else on the calls uh, and priorities? No, just, it was just discussion only. All right, new business, business cards. Yeah, so business cards. Um, we've had elections. You guys appointed your officers, and 
Uh, so uh, it would seem like a good idea to get you guys some business cards made. And um, I think that would be very helpful going out when you're talking to folks, uh, getting swag, or if you attend some um, meetings or just interact out in public. Um, if you'd like to have some business cards, then that might make sense to do that. So I wanted to see what you guys thought about that. Yeah, I um, yeah, I was asking about this last year, so I think that we definitely need to. I mean, every, almost EDAs have to hand them out when you it's go. It's common. Yeah. yeah. So, is if you want an example of one, you can probably give it real quick here. She forgot them. She forgot I, them. I forgot them. They're all in the room. Does anybody? What does anybody? Does anybody have any objections to it? Mm -hmm. No, I like it, especially when you know. Last year we were hitting our local businesses and we didn't right. you know yeah. really have anything to provide outside of the swag that we're giving and um, the flyer yeah right right yeah so the other question i have is do the do do other people wear name tags that's what i was going to bring up like a yeah. lanyard if you are going to oh, go engage yeah. the public to identify yourself uh -huh. yeah yeah um, I think some people do. Sometimes they wear like those plates that say who they are. Those are maybe pricier, but um, yeah, lanyards. Well, badges. Badges, yeah. The lanyard will work too. I mean, well, do you like the lanyard or yeah. name tag? Yeah. No, I'd rather have a lanyard. There you go. All right, so I'll get, a, get a motion Blue. to um, order some business cards and lanyards. Yeah. What's the quantity on the cards? It's whatever quantity you want me to print you. They're um, done in-house. They normally come in 250, something like that, right? Yeah, um, I mean, they come in like 15 to a page. So I can print oh, you. you print them here? Yeah. Yeah, just on business card paper. They look nice. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's, okay. that's fine. Yeah. So you want, Perfect. how many do you want? Well, I don't know, maybe 100? just 50. 50? Yeah. yeah. Just start with that, each. and then when people okay. need more, they can request them. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. If we're doing like a big thing or something, we need some more. We can yeah. Just Do we about. want to put titles on them or just EDA? Just EDA. Yeah. 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 Okay. I might want to. I might want a different title. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. So. Um, All right. Can I get? Can we get a motion for business cards and lanyards? And lanyards. We'll make that motion with the added verbiage of lanyards. Okay. Can I get a second? Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Opposed? Who seconded? Chris. Chris. Motion carries. Can we just get, like, an e can you just shoot us an email or what have you, just so we can verify the phone number or email address that we're using on that? Yep. Yeah. I mean, mine's just, you can throw my cell phone on there, I don't care. And then it'd be our city email, I suppose. Right. Yeah, you said email. Yeah. All right. Just need a motion for adjournment, please. I'll make a motion to adjourn. I'll second that. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Opposed? Aye.